You are listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. Awaken Church is a diverse community of authentic love and hope where you can belong as you change and change as you follow Jesus. As we are bringing you the the message for this week from Awaken Church in Natchitoches, Louisiana, we are preparing for the, uh, right, we're right on the edge of the cone of uh will be Tropical Storm Ida by the time it comes through. Um, again, being right on the edge of the cone, we may or may not, uh, as, at the time of this recording, <laughs> have any uh, weather whatsoever from a tropical storm. Although it is currently a hurricane in the Gulf of Mexico heading straight for the Louisiana coast and directly in its path when it is projected highly predicted, anticipated, it will be a hurricane category four when it makes landfall, is the southernmost section of Louisiana. And there's Grand Isle. Now, Grand Isle is this, it, it's a beautiful spot. It's, a, it's not touristy. It's more of a fishing and crabbing type place, but it's got a nice area. It's fun. We had, my, my family went there on vacation this past summer. We went to Grand Isle and we had fun in the sand and the waves and the ocean. And man, just being there, just, just being in that experience made me experience this, the rush of just feeling so alive. And that's kind of what the ocean does for me. I don't, I, you know, I know not everybody has the same experience I do, but my, I just remember we, we got there. We got in our place and we had to walk across the street to the beach and you walked over this big dune, um, the big levee. And when you got to the top, you could you, you could hear the waves already. When you got to the top of the levee and you, you could just see down these sand dunes and there's the ocean and the waves and you just felt it. You're, you know, the sand under your feet and the, you could smell the salt air just I just there's just this rush my kids were just like wow this is a great moment it's a moment and maybe you've been to the beach (laughs) or maybe you've never been to the beach but we've we've all experienced moments like that right moments when when you just felt so alive right moments like like when you made the team or you got that acceptance letter or or you asked her out and she said yes or your wedding day, or, or the birth of your baby, or launching launching into something brand new. <laughs> Maybe it was like the release of a new video game, like the Pokemon Unite that so many are excited about, or the new WWE 2K game, which I'm actually hoping it does come out next year and it actually works. Um, or sometimes movies, like the, the anticipation of this moment when the movie you're just waiting for comes out, like Spider-Man No Way Home. And if you haven't seen the uh, you know the trailer for that, wow. Or if you're younger, like my... Uh, youngest, the Paw Patrol movie comes out, and you just have this this moment when you feel more alive than ever before, and we wish we could just live there. But we're wrapping up our, our series about five awakenings that that help us find our way back to God, and we, we've talked about how we awaken to identity, which is recognizing we all have this longing for love, purpose, and meaning, and these longings are given to us by God, and we can only meet those longings, fulfill these longings in a relationship with God. And then the, the second awakening, we, we awaken to regret because we see that we've been caught in a cycle of searching for fulfillment. For, we're searching to fulfill these, these, this purpose, this meaning, this, this love on our own terms. And we end up uh, in a cycle of searching, disappointment, and regret. And here we find, you know what, we can always start over. And if we start over, 
Instead of going back to that same cycle, but we start again, but we start with Jesus. We start by coming home to God. We, we awaken to hope. And when we, we admit, when we admit that we're powerless to, to fulfill our longings on our own, we discover that our help comes from God. And he, he gives us hope. And hope has a name, Jesus. And last week we talked about awakening to love. In this moment, we realize God loves us deeply and he, he, we're here in his love. It's, it's here we discover our true identity as a loved and accepted child of God. And today, today is about awakening to life. And the question is, how do you continually awaken to life? How do you take it from, you know, it's, it's not like this moment because the moment's past, but how do you continually awaken to this? I could just live in this. And ultimately, we see this in Jesus' story of the prodigal son. So let's just, just jump into it one more time here. We're in Luke 15, beginning in verse 11. Jesus told this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth among his sons, between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land, and there he wasted all his money in wild living. About the time his, uh, his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land, and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pods he was feeding the pigs looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father, and I'll say, Father, I've sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, the father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned both uh, against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get the ring for his finger and sandals for his feet, and kill the calf we've been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for the son of mine. He was dead, but now he's returned to life. He was lost, but now he's found. And so the party began. And again, we mentioned this the last few weeks. We've been kind of digging deeper and deeper and deeper into this parable of the prodigal that Jesus tells that it actually continues on. And there's a, it's like a second part. It's like a, like a two-parter here. And we're just going to, for, for our purposes of awakening to living a life that matters, um, we are going to stop here. And you, I would encourage you to read the rest of that and kind of compare how your life is with the, the, the older brother, that part of the, the, par, the parable as well. But here's our big idea for our time together today. In Jesus, we find a place to belong and awaken to life that matters. In Jesus, we find a place to belong and awaken to a life that matters. So what we want to do is, what we need to do is, we hem to this, this, the, these stages in our life, and we have these moments, right? But we need to get beyond just seeking the moment and discover a life that matters. So discover life that matters. One of my uh, movies that I've loved to watch, I've watched it several times, it's called City Slickers. And this is an old school movie. You may or may not have seen it or even heard of it. But in City Slickers, there's, um, it, it stars Billy Crystal. 
and Billy Crystal plays this this man, and he and he and a couple of his middle aged friends, these these middle aged guys. They go on a cattle drive because they try to awaken to life. They're, they're like, we need, there's got to be more. What will we do? Let's go on a cattle drive like in the Old West. And there they meet the guy in charge. He's the trail boss, and his name is Curly. And Curly says in this scene, it's so unforgettable, I've discovered the secret to life, and it's this. And he holds up, a, he holds up an index finger, like one thing. And, and, and the question is, okay, well, what is this? What is, what is the one thing? And the answer is, everyone has to discover that one thing for themselves. So maybe you feel like you need to discover your one thing. I, I, know, I know this next thought is pretty much countercultural, but, but what if all of our one things can actually be found in one place or one person? Jesus. You know, in, in, the, in the New Testament, Gospel of John, John 10, 10, Jesus says, My purpose is to give you a rich and satisfying life. He says, I'm here to give you a rich and satisfying life. Other versions or translations of this use words like, like an abundant life or, or life to the full. What, what do you think of when you think of abundant life or, or rich and satisfying life? We, we probably think of the word more, right? More more money in my account, more more healthy relationships, more good grades, more beach vacations, more cheese on my nachos. We, we tend to connect fullness of life with more. And, and, and that's not where Jesus is taking us when we feel like, well, there's got to be more. Now, the New Testament was originally written in Greek, for the most part. The letters and everything that, that, that makes up the New Testament of, our, of the Bible was originally written in Greek. And in the Greek language, there's two words for life that we find in the New Testament. The first word is bios. Bios is where we get the word biology, right? It, it, it means natural life. It means chronological life. Um, it means eating and sleeping. It means daily activities. Bios. And, and if bios is all there is, it can feel like going through life, there's just no life going through you. Uh, that's what it can feel like. Because if, if bios is all there is, it's just, it's just the chronological day-by-day, eating, sleeping, daily activities. You're going through life, but there's no life going through you. So there's this other Greek word. It translates as life in English. And this word is zoe. And zoe is, is life... It's about the quality of life we live in our bios life. It's the quality of life that we live in the bios life. A Zoe life, a Zoe life ultimately points to eternal life, the kind of life where we were created to live, that, a life that will never end, by the way. It's about the quality of life God has for us now and forever. And when Jesus says he came to give us rich and satisfying life, guess which word he uses? It's Zoe. He came to give us Zoe. Jesus doesn't simply uh, offer more of the same old, same old, the same old life, but a Zoe life, a life that changes everything. And when you find your way back to God, you discover this Zoe life. And in, in, the, in the story of the prodigal son, the father divides his wealth or, 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 or his property between his sons. It says the, the, the younger son asked for his inheritance, so the father said, okay, and he divided his wealth, or he divided his property between his sons. And the word actually for, for 
for wealth or property, if you go back and, and look in the original way this was written, is the word, it's bios. He divided his bios, but he divided his life, the bios, between them. It's like the father is saying here in this story, I'll let you have all the bios life that it can offer. But someday you'll realize that more bios won't leave you fulfilled. More bios doesn't leave you fulfilled. The bios life can't compare to the Zoe life. Life with the Father. Life with the Father is like that's where the Zoe life is. God doesn't want us to settle for bios life when he created us for Zoe life. So Father God wants us to experience life to the full, life in Him, and life life with Him. So we need to discover a life that matters, and then not just discover, but experience. Experience life that matters. Jesus told two stories right before the story of the prodigal son. Right before the story of the prodigal son, he told two two stories. One was a, a man who had a hundred sheep, and and and, he, and one of those sheep is lost. And when he finds the lost one, I mean, he leaves the ninety nine to go find the one. He finds the one, and he calls his friends and neighbors together, and he says, "Rejoice with me! The one who was lost is found." And then the other story Jesus tells is about this woman who, who's lost a valuable coin. And when she searches and, and sweeps up through her house, she finally finds it. She calls her friends and neighbors and says, Rejoice with me. The, the one that was lost is found. Rejoice with me. How do you feel when you, when you find something really important that was lost? My, my two youngest boys have, have phones. They're not phones that work as phones. You can't call or text on those phones, but they have games and, 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 and a few apps on there for kids. And um, you know, my youngest son, Niall, lost his phone. It was, gone. It was lost for, for, for months. And I randomly found it under my bed. It was in, in, in my, Shelly and I, my bedroom, under the bed. And I found it. And it was like this great moment of celebration. When the lost is found, we celebrate. We party at the lost and found is what we do. This is, this is the Father in Jesus' story calling everyone together to make an announcement. Let's have a feast and let's celebrate. This, this son of mine was lost, is found. He was dead, but he's alive again. He, is, oh, he, he has awakened to life. And so they began to celebrate. If we want to experience the Zoe life, we need to we need to party at the lost and found. Celebrating God and, and, and all he does in our lives grows our relationship with him. And when we celebrate together, it grows our relationship with each other. So so to experience a life that matters, we have to celebrate together. And when we celebrate together, we connect. There's connection. The connection is is a huge part of this. We find that we're not alone. We discover we're better together. Research shows that people who prioritize connecting over achieving are actually happier. People who prioritize connecting over achieving are actually happier. This is this is because connecting with each other on, on this journey is something God designed. It's, it's in the DNA of humanity. And in our new life with God, we all need encouragement. And we all need accountability, self-included. 
This weekly gathering is a great part of celebrating, but it's difficult for genuine connecting. That's why we want to create what we call awakened circles, where we move from rows to, you know, to circles. We, you know, on Sunday we're here in rows, and we meet in a, this movie theater, and we're in rows. But but we want to meet outside of Sunday in circles and experience deeper life. We want to, the the Zoe life that God intends for us as we do this to, as we connect and do this together. Currently, we uh, we have one. It's a, it's a midweek Bible study where where uh, we we really do get to know each other and we invest in each other's lives. We, we 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 do study the Bible together, but we really are investing in each other's lives when we come together in this smaller group. And and, and definitely, when we, ex- we we can experience life when we contribute. See, we celebrate, we connect, but we also have to contribute. And when we contribute, we experience this life. We are experiencing the life that we've discovered. We find our part in God's team. God has a dream for this world, and, and you're invited to be part of it. His dream is that every person on earth would know they are passionately and relentlessly loved. That's the purpose. That every person, every person on earth would know they are passionately and relentlessly loved. His dream is that every person would experience Zoe life. And basically, this dream is that every person would find their way back to God. And you have a part to play in God's dream. This is, this is why one of the, the first things we try to know about you when you come to Awaken is what are you passionate about? Like, what are you passionate about? Because you know, what we want for you is the opportunity to live out those God-given passions as you contribute to the dream of God. And we feel like, man, there's whatever you're passionate about, there's got to be a way that, that through this, this, this family that's called Awaken Church, that, that that those passions can can be can, can be lived out in a way that you contribute not only not only experience your passions but contribute to the dream of God through this past year and a half and you know, we've taken a hit in so many ways we we have i mean the the, the pandemic has definitely taken a toll on uh, on, on us at, at, in Natchitoches at a through awakened church and especially in the number of people contributing to the vision and the mission of awakened church could it be time to become part of one of our ministry teams. Wow, I've been here for a little minute. I didn't even know there were ministry streams. That's because we've taken such a hit that there's just a handful of us doing everything now. So let's talk. Where where can you experience this life? And then here's the last part of this, the the final the final uh di- deep dive. Share life that matters. Share it. You discover it and experience, but you don't keep it for yourself. You share it. I'm going to tell you about uh, a lady who means the world to me. And uh, she, she passed away a, a number of years ago. Um, her name is Helen. <laughs> she was my grandmother. Mamaw. We called her Mamaw Nelson because we had you know two sets of grandparents. My brother and I grew up and we called her Mamaw Nelson. Um, and my Mamaw, man, she was something else. And... Uh, she was uh, in the hospital, and it was about her time to go, and she knew it. And she'd lived a full life. She even said it, I'm ready to go. She asked my dad, who my dad's a pastor and is known as, you know, someone who who gets these questions all the time. Like, why am I still here? She, I'm, you know, he says that she just asked, why, why, why is the Lord not bringing me home? I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm set and I'm ready to go. <laughs> and, the, you know, the... The answer came was like, I don't know why. 
maybe there's still something left for you to do. She's in this hospital, knowing she's probably never leaving it. Wondering why am I still here? Why didn't the Lord just call me home? And she's talking to her nurse about faith in Jesus and talking to her, her, her nurse about this life, Zoe life, like what we've been talking about. And she's talking about this faith and this Zoe life, this living a life that matters, is found in being on Jesus' team. And she would ask this nurse, as they would have these conversations, are you on Jesus' team? And, uh, you know, I've been told this story by family members that were there. And the nurse said, you know, well, not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. And the nurse comes in one day. And says uh, to to my mamma, Ms. Ms. Nelson, I've been thinking about this a lot. And I want to be on Jesus' team. And right there, laying on her bed in the hospital, Helen Nelson, my mamma, led this nurse to a, through a prayer. And this lady gave her life. She, she, she became a follower of Jesus that day. She got, she got on Jesus' team that day. And it wasn't much longer after that that uh, that Mamaw passed away. She shared, she shared life that matters. So there's two questions, two questions that 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 uh, I want to ask, and I ask this in honor and memory of my Mamaw. Are you on Jesus' team? <laughs> That's the first question. Are you on Jesus' team? And the second question is, how are you living out? The ultimate team mission to help people find their way back to God. I mean, that's the ultimate team mission, helping people find their way back to God. How are you living that out? When we awaken to the Zoe life that God offers for us, we see the new possibilities for our future. And there's nothing that will confirm your new Zoe life more than helping others find their way back to God. I promise you, it will make you feel so alive. So, so you found your way back to God. And in the days and years ahead, you'll, you may find yourself drifting into complacency and looking for substitutes and thinking you can find fulfillment of the longings through love and purpose and meaning on your own. And you know what to do. You know what to do. You come back. You come back. You, you, you realize you've been prodigal. You are the prodigal. And you come back. You come back to the life that matters. And you know the way home now. You know the way home. And home is where you belong. Awaken to life. Here's your next step. Just as we have all month long, all through this series, our next step is to engage in a prayer for the week. Pray to God and open yourself up to finding God in a deeper and life-changing way. And here's this week's prayer. God, make yourself real to me. Awaken in me the confidence that I can live this brand new life. Here it is again. God, make yourself real to me. Awaken in me the confidence that I can live this brand new life. May you not just go through life, but may you let Jesus' life go through you. Lord, that's what we want. We want your life to go through us. We don't just want to go through life. We want your life to go through us. And so, God, make yourself real to us. Awaken in us the confidence that we can live this brand new life, that we can live this Zoe life. 
that we can that that well, we've discovered it and we can experience it and then we can we can share this life and Lord give us opportunities give us opportunities Lord to say are you on Jesus team because let me tell you about the life let me tell you about the life let me let me let me help you awaken to a living a life that matters. God, thank you for awakening us to living a life that matters. May we now, Lord, go in your uh, your love, your purpose, and your meaning for us and be love to those around us and help others to find their way back to you, God, as we continually turn to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Awaken Natchitoches podcast. It's our hope that you have been encouraged by today's message. Find out more about Awaken Church at awakenla.church or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Awaken Church LA.